stories for kids with Will and Liz. Wow, we're rusty. We haven't done this in a really long time. How's it going, Liz? Um, good. Good. Welcome to our next episode where we're going to read some more of Smile, Smile by, what's her name? Rena Tagelmeier. That's right. We read this, um, we, re we read chapters one and two a little while back. So if you haven't heard the first part of Smile, I think you should go back and listen to it and then listen to this episode. Yeah, and if you have the book, then it's actually kind of cool to follow along while we read it, too. Um, we do have a guest hanging out with us. Uh, Fluffy the cat's been chilling. Fluffy, how's it going? Oh, good. Yeah, okay. Um, Fluffy really likes to talk, doesn't she? Yeah, she really likes to talk. So, unfortunately, once Fluffy starts talking... We don't really know when she's going to stop talking. So you might hear her. Okay. Yeah, I understand, Fluffy. You might hear her talking in the background, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we had a cool idea about jokes. You want to tell it? Uh, or at yeah. least tell the idea? Um, yeah. So why did... No, no, hold on. Tell them our idea first. Uh, so we were going... I was going to tell a joke, then... Um. He was going to tell a joke. Then if you wanted to send us a joke, you could just email him. Yeah, you can. If you have a joke that you want us to tell on our podcast, uh, just shoot me an email. And I'll let you know what that is at the end of the episode. Or maybe I'll just include it in the episode description. That way you can just read it and then send it to me. Um, so, sounds like you have it. I understand, Kitty. Okay, Fluffy. She's, she's tired. She is kind of tired. Maybe she'll fall asleep if we stop. Oh, I think she fell asleep. Okay, good. Okay. Um, do you have a joke? Yeah. Um, why did the monkey really like the banana? Why? Because the banana was appealing. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Um, I have a joke, too, that involves cats. What do you call a pile of kitties? I don't know. What do you call a pile of kitties? A mountain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cute. I love kitties. <laughs> oh, passionate. Um, yeah, so if you guys have a joke that you made up or one that you just like, uh, send it on over and we'll maybe tell it on our next episode, which will probably be... Um, chapters five and six of Smile. So we're going to try to work through this book. Um, wonderful book. Again, if you have it, feel free to follow along. You ready? Yep. So we read the first two chapters, and maybe you remember, just a real quick recap, right? Yep. Um, what's her name again? Raina. <laughs> her name is Raina. Oh, it's right. It's an, like an autobiography. So Raina um, fell... And she smashed her teeth, and it was real bloody, and she had to get them replaced, and they didn't attach, they didn't. right? They didn't, mm -hmm. like, really. So so then they had to redo it again, and and then add braces, I think. No, that, that didn't happen. No, no braces. Okay, not yet. 
Um, but now she's going to school and her teeth are kind of funny looking. They're not really growing back yet. But she did get earrings. She got her ears yeah, pierced, she got right? Her ears pierced. So there's some good things happening. And then she got her braces. And then she got her have we got she got her braces yet, or is that where we're at? No, no, she got her braces. She did back just get some braces. Yeah. Okay. And so that's where we're at. Okay, you guys. So let's see what happens to Reina in chapter three. On the last day of school, we all got our yearbooks. Sign my yearbook, Nicole. Sure. Hee <laughs> hee. And then Raina's reading her book, and she's going through her yearbook, and she's looking at what people have written, and someone wrote, Have a nice summer, vampire girl. Um, so, wow, that's kind of... Kind of harsh, yeah. And she looks kind of a little upset, a little sad. And then we kind of have a montage here of summer. Okay, so she says that summer was pretty normal as summers go. That why don't you go through these uh, clips? There is Girl Scout camp, and they're like sitting there roasting marshmallows, and then Grandma at McDonald's. Up. Yeah, yeah, hanging out with Grandma at Mickey D's, and then. Nintendo. What game do you think they're playing on Nintendo? Mario. Yeah, maybe Super Mario Brothers or something like that. Okay. And then, Fog. Yeah, it's always foggy in the Bay because they live in the Bay Area. And car then, trips. Mm -hmm, car trips with the fam. They're kind of fighting and she's a little concerned about that, right? Orthodontist. And, and then more trips to... The orthodontist. Oh, and also, she says... Headgear. <laughs> if anybody knows what headgear is, that's that stuff that you have to like. It's kind of like a hat, right? But it's connected to your braces and looks really uncomfortable. And it shows her putting it on. She's clipping it on. She's like, oh, God. And she's, she's right behind Mom, and she says... Come on, Mom. Let's go get me some glasses. A pocket protector and some Velcro shoes. <laughs> Do you get that? Not really. No. It's kind of like um, like nerdy people, I guess, that like have lots of pens and a pocket protector and glasses. What's so a pocket protector? It's like um, people don't use them anymore. Back in the 80s, um, if you had lots of pens on you, if you're a teacher or something like that, or really into like writing, I guess, You'd have a plastic pocket protector right here so that if your pens bled, they wouldn't stain your shirt. It would protect your shirt. Not really a thing anymore. And then mom says, honey, it's not that bad. And you only need to wear it while you sleep. Ow. Lots of kids wear funny stuff to help fix their bodies. You probably just don't realize it because no one talks about it. And then she says, Well, maybe someone should start talking about it. She storms out of there. And then later, her brother and sister are kind of looking at her funny, and she is thinking, Maybe it would make us feel, feel less like freaks. Yeah, so she's kind of feeling like a freak a little bit. She's walking up the stairs, and she's still thinking. I guess in some ways, I... Am kind of normal. Lots of kids wear braces after all. Lots of kids have. What the? 
She's looking in the mirror, and what does she see? Uh, what are those? What are those little things on her face? Pimples. Yeah, you start to get zits when you get a little older. So, and here she is uh, getting ready for seventh grade. And here we go. Great. The first day of seventh grade, and I'm totally breaking out. Um, yep, keep reading. Melissa, I've turned into a braced face and a zit face. What am I supposed to do? I don't know. Everyone's going to notice. Look, all these little kids, ah, tiny tot sixth graders everywhere. Unless everyone around me is too scared to notice. So Raina realizes that, sure, she's not feeling super secure, but lots of people around her are also feeling pretty insecure, right? She's kind of realizing, okay, maybe this won't be so bad. Now she's sitting uh, in class, and someone's asking her, hey, what's your schedule like? Not bad. First period art, second period pre-algebra, third period language arts, fourth period social studies, fifth period lunch, sixth period gym, seventh period beginning band. Ew, you have gym class right before band? So? So you'll smell funny during seventh period. Emily, beginning band's gonna be me and a bunch of sixth graders. I don't care what they think of me. So she's got a little confidence in her, and she walks in the beginning band, and there's an open chair, but there's a boy sitting next to her. So she's like, wait a second. And she's a little shy, and she sits down, and band teacher says, okay, welcome, class. I'm Mr. Douglas. Is everyone sitting in the right sections? Flutes in front, clarinets over here, saxes on the side. And she thinks to herself, Oh, man, this guy won't stop looking at me. He's pretty cute. Act, but if I smile back, he'll see that my teeth are... And he smiles, and he is wearing... Braces. And she has a look on her face like, oh, okay. And here's the teacher, Christine, Jordan, Samuel. Here, here, here. You can call me Sammy. Raina? Here. First things first, it's time to learn to assemble your instruments. And she's talking to the boy and she says, So uh, you're in sixth, right? And Sammy says, Yeah, why? What grade are you in? Seventh. And he says, Really? Seventh? Wow. Oh my gosh. Wow. And the teacher says, that's enough for today, class. Practice those five notes tonight for homework. And Sammy says, so, um, bye. And she says, 
Bye. She kind of stands there. What kind of look does she have on her face? Um, I don't know. Kind of maybe confused or surprised? Confused? Yeah. yeah, something. And then her friend says, "Geez, what happened to you? What? Come on, tell me. Hey, hey, Raina." And she's just kind of starstruck looking. She doesn't say anything. She's like, right? She's got some weird feelings going on inside of her. That evening, Raina's sitting there playing the flute, and she's practicing some notes. And the notes are written in kind of a way that you can tell that she's not playing it very well, don't you think? And then she puts it down. She's tired, and she thinks to herself, Now my hands hurt as much as my teeth. Man, playing the flute is super tough. And later on, that shows a really beautiful picture of what San Francisco might look like with, some, with the fog rolling in. And she says, San Francisco's summers are cold and foggy, but October is usually a sunny month. Well, it's warm today. And like every year, this brought a feeling of optimism into the air. She crosses the street and heads to school like something good was about to happen. Maybe I'll do my homework early. Alfonso, from now on, you can call me the Ricker. What? Ricky. And it's like some show that's on TV, and she says, <laughs> yep, nice job reading that word. It's a weird, it's a weird onomatopoeia. Um, and then she says, hey mom, what are we heave? Yeah, heave, like this big movement. And mom says, earthquake. Earthquake? And rattle, rattle, boom. And, and they climb under the table. And she says, mom screams, Will! And it's shaking. And she says, Will, don't just stand there. Come here, quick. She yells at Will. And Will's kind of like, what? Her younger brother. And he's on his bike. Oh, my gosh. And Yeah. And, and oh, my gosh. And the sisters hug. And they're scared. And this earthquake's happening. And they're still under the table. And it says, that was the first time my sister voluntarily hugged me. And the only time I've ever heard her pray. <laughs> She's mumbling to herself. And just as soon as it started, it was over. And things kind of settle. And they quietly, quickly kind of climb from out from under the table. And mom goes, well. And she grabs her son. And he's like, what? And she says, thank goodness these bookshelves are bolted to the wall. They could have fallen on you, Will. And he says, oh. And Raina says, oh, my gosh. Did you see the floor? It was, like, bouncing up and down. It went up like a foot. Mom, some of Dad's file cabinets fell. And her sister says, whoa. And then Raina says, I don't think anything's broken, though. And Mom says, your dad's still at work. I, I hope he's all right. And sister says, we should turn on the news. She runs over and she turns on the, the TV. And Raina says, the power's out. My sister says, oh, right. And they walk out of their house. And it's a sunny day. And guess what? Everyone's kind of walking out of their house and talking to each other. And she says, everyone's is out on their porches. You can overhear people saying, 7.5 on the Richter scale. I heard it was an 8.2. And her neighbor comes up. He says, you folks okay? Your husband okay? 
And mom says, yes, he just called. He's on his way home. And then he says, did you hear? The whole Bay Bridge collapsed. And the family looks like shocked. They're like, oh my God. And one thing that's so cool about this book and the story is this is based on real events. This actually happened in the 80s. I remember, shows you how old I am, but I was watching the World Series when this earthquake happened and they canceled the game. So it's kind of cool that it's real. And then she's sitting down, she's doing some homework outside in front of her house and her sister comes out and she says, mom finally found some D batteries. And they turn on the radio and it says, partial collapse of the Nimitz freeway in the westbound section of the Bay Bridge. Fires burning in the marina. Thousands feared, dead or injured. And then a little, what does that say? Rattle, 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 rattle. Yeah, it's like another earthquake. And mom says, aftershock. And they're not as big, but they're still around. Mom says, I suppose we'd better get out the sleeping bags. We'd be better off sleeping down here in the living room just in case. And brother says, like camping. Of course, he's all fired up, just like I would be. Love camping. Two hours later, dad gets home. I'm home. I'm so glad you're all safe. It's a nightmare out there. The roads are jammed. Everyone's in a panic. It's absolute chaos. Did you see the apartment towers over by the 19th Avenue? They're cracked and crumbling. My buddy Frank lives in Watsonville. I heard that's where the quake's epicenter was. He hasn't been able to get in contact with his family yet. The phone lines are so overburdened. It's almost impossible to get through to anyone. And worst of all, they had to postpone the World Series. Just like I was saying. Describe this picture. Uh, she. It's nighttime. She's looking at the window, and like she, you can see the moon and the stars and all the buildings and houses. And what is it like out there in the city? Is it very bright or is it dark? It's dark. And why is it dark? Because it's night. Yeah, and there's no electricity because a huge yeah. earthquake just happened. And so she's looking at the city, and it's black for the probably first time ever. <sighs> Yeah. Always, there's always lights on, right? Mm -hmm. And she says, It's so strange to look over at the city when all the lights are out. And it's such a nice night, too. Clear, warm, no wind, quiet. I might really enjoy this if it weren't for the whole gigantic natural catastrophe thing yeah so it's like it's kind of beautiful out in a way she says this is like so it's so peaceful it's clear out it's kind of like today when i was down on campus you know because it's like covid right now i had breakfast this morning down on campus there's nobody out not a single person and i'm like wow even though coronavirus is so tough like you can go out and you can really like notice some unique things like things aren't as busy and it can be quite beautiful describe this picture uh she's writing um she's doing her homework with a candle and a calculator and then she says this is weird it's only 8 30 that's way too early to go to sleep. And then mom says, yes, but it's too dark to do much of anything else. And we want to save the flashlight batteries in case we really need them. And then she's laying in bed, kind of just staring at blackness. 
and then beep, this beep happens, and the sister says, the microwave, and Raina says, the power's back on. We were lucky. Our power was only out for three and a half hours. Lights! Yay! TV! Whoa, and they start watching the news, and they can see images of the Bay Bridge that's collapsed, or at least other bridges. I thought the whole bridge fell down. That was nothing. 6.15 in the morning. Ring. Hello. Yes. Oh, hi, Aunt Mary. Yes, good morning. We're all fine. People are waking up early. We got the day off from school, <clears throat> but it wasn't very fun. And later that day, it rained hard. Earthquake weather was over. I'm glad we still have a home to stay giant. So it starts raining, and I'm going to go ahead and make a motion to have you read the yellow boxes, the narration. Is that cool? Okay. That day after... The day after that? The day after that, it was back to school. And the teacher's like, X plus 3 equals 7, Y plus 6 equals 11, X plus Y equals... And she's just kind of doodling and taking notes, and then... Nobody could really concentrate on class work on class work though not even most of the teachers and the teacher says you guys can have a free period just take it easy today okay and Raina says i'm glad you're okay to sammy and sammy says me too i mean just imagine what if we'd had an earthquake while school was in session and he's visual she's visualizing sammy doing what um saving her yeah yeah picking her up and saving her and she's kind of got hearts in her little thought there like oh yeah that would have been real bad <laughs> and then he says are you doing anything after school today and she says my mom's picking me up i have to go i have an orthodontist appointment why and Sammy says, oh, um, no reason. And then later she's in her car. It's raining, and Mom's driving home, and she's thinking. Was he trying to ask me out? And then she's walking into her house, still thinking. He was totally trying to ask me out. And then they're walking into their house. No, they're walking into the dentist appointment. And Mom says, good thing Dr. Dragoni's office didn't fall down in the earthquake, huh? And then she's thinking. Yeah, good thing sarcastically right yeah and then mom says it's been a pretty strange year for you hasn't it she says yeah you knocked out your two front teeth you got braces you got your ears pierced i survived a major earthquake i guess in the grand of scheme schemes of things Losing a couple of teeth isn't the end of the world. So she kind of finds a silver lining there. and She's like, not so bad. But then she looks out the window and she <sighs> she does a sigh. And off they go, driving through the rain in that cute little Yugo-looking car. Love it. All right, chapter four. You ready? Yep. Here we go. A few weeks later. So, so who's this boy you like? 
Don't say that so loud. Someone might. Hey, Raina. And Sammy runs by Dash. And then her friend says, that's him? That's the sixth grader you're into? Um, yeah. Wow, what a shrimp, she says. And Raina mm. looks. <laughs> yeah, like, shrimp. Sammy. And then her friend's like, Raina likes a tiny tot sixth grader. And Raina says, Melissa. And another friend says, Raina likes a tiny tot sixth grader. And then she yells, Raina likes a tiny tot sixth grader. Karen, stop it. And then someone else says, Raina likes a tiny. And then Raina grabs her mouth as Sammy is walking by. And he hears and he kind of blushes. He knows what's going on. He's like, yeah, I'm Sammy. Somebody likes me. <laughs> and then she's thinking to herself while she's eating a sandwich. A tiny tot sixth grader likes me. Yeah. So she's she's excited about the the converse there, right? She's excited about that. A few days before Thanksgiving. They're back at the dentist office or the orthodontist. And he says, so the bad news is your teeth aren't really responding to the treatment. We've tried to move the two front teeth back down into place with the braces. But after several months, it just doesn't seem to be working. And she looks devastated and she says, So I'm going to look like a vampire forever? And he says, no, and that's the good news. I think we should give you a temporary set of fake teeth. It would first require a simple extraction. Extraction? As in pulling something out? Well, yes, he says. Even though you got root canals on your front teeth, they didn't seem to, quote, take. Your two front teeth are fused to your jawbone. Therefore, they won't move with orthodontics, she says. Oh. So we pull them back out and build your retainer with two perfect teeth attached to it to fill the gap. What does mm -hmm. she look like here? She's like kind of sad. Kind of kind worried. of stunned. Yeah, sad, worried. Yeah. And then. It's humiliating to let a doctor see you cry, but sometimes it can't be helped. And she starts crying. And he says, oh, but that's not all. He says, Raina, we want you to have a full mouth of healthy teeth. This is what I propose. The rest of your teeth are still fine. It would be possible with a full set of braces to move the rest of your top teeth toward the center. It would take a couple of years, and it wouldn't be cosmetically perfect, but it would be very, very close. What do you think about that? And she just starts crying. And mom's like, I guess we can talk it over later. She's all optimistic about it. And wow, that's pretty crazy that your teeth can do that, don't you think? Yeah. They can. They can move around with pressure. And that's what braces are for. They apply pressure and they either pull your teeth apart or move them closer together. Pretty neat stuff. Okay, back at school. It made sense to wait until winter break to pull out my teeth then at least i wouldn't miss any school and the teacher's teaching he's like someone is not paying any attention because reina is thinking about some problems going on in her life right yeah. and then still that meant i had weeks and weeks to worry about it 
and it shows her running in class worrying and it shows her in music class sitting next to sammy not paying attention to him worrying and she thinks to herself during lunch what the heck will, will eating be like after they take my teeth out good question even I even worried during art class, which was usually my escape from reality. And she's in art class, and her friend says, Hey, my dad took me to see The Little Mermaid last night. It was really good. And Raina says, Oh, yeah. Yeah, you should definitely go see it. And she says, Maybe I will. And Mom says, I'm taking your sister and her friend to see The Little Mermaid tomorrow, Raina. Want to come with us? And Raina kind of looks maybe annoyed or something. She says, I guess, but only because Emily told me it was good. So she looks like she's pretty down, and she's thinking to herself in the movie theater. Whatever. I'm too old for this Disney stuff. She's got a pretty negative outlook here, and then she says, I'm totally going to hate this movie. I just know. I'm totally going to. And then the movie starts happening, and look at her. How would you describe her thing? <laughs> She's, like, in love with them. Oh, my God. She's transfixed, right? The one heart over her head and her eyes, like, are, like, totally dilated or something like that. She loves it. And they walk out of the theater, and they get in the car, and she's kind of, she's kind of dazed, and she's eating, and she's kind of dazed, and she's still worrying. She's laying down on her bed, and she's kind of dazed. And then she says, the next day, I finally know what I want to be when I grow up. What? An atom eater. A mermaid. And she's really thinking a mermaid. Okay. Um, and the part where the sea witch turns into that girl in disguise. Oh, my gosh. I know. So good. So she's back at school talking with her friends about the Little Mermaid. And then this guy says, you guys talking about The Little Mermaid? And her friend says, yeah. And Raina says, why? Have you seen it? And he says, yep, it was really good. And then Raina starts looking at him. And then all of a sudden, what happens over her head? She has another heart over her head. She's like, do I like, do I like him too? He likes The Little Mermaid. Okay, back at the dentist's office. Before my two front teeth could be taken out my braces had to be taken off there you go feels so weird and smooth when most people get their braces off it's because their teeth are finally perfect but not you says the uh dentist's aide and reina looks a little mad about that comment the last day of school came and went have a fun Christmas, said Sammy. Thanks. Have a nice Hanukkah. Usually, the start of winter break is one of the most exciting times of the year. But that year, everything served as a reminder of what was about to happen to me. And so it shows her, like, um, shopping for trees with the family, but she looks preoccupied. And then she's decorating the tree, kind of the same stressed out look on her face. And then mom comes home. She's like, look, Grandma Gagnon sent us a package. And sister says, ooh, what is it? 
and they open it up and mom says peanut brittle yum i've never had peanut brittle peanut brittle is like yeah we're um it's a, a peanut candy with like and it's sitting in like caramel it's really sticky on the teeth and it's amazing and then it shows their Halloween card, the family's Halloween card, the Taggle Myers. It's got the whole family picture like some people do. And now she's back at the orthodontist. Finally, right before um, Christmas, the, dr the dreaded day arrived. Okay, Reyna, just try and relax. It's going to be fine. And it shows Reyna kind of... Um, uh, she's got the gas mask on, and she's slowly getting um, leaned back. And the doc says, it'll be over before you know it. Just try to relax. And it turns black. And now these pages are kind of a, a yellow color, like they're older. Why do you think they look like that? Because uh, it's like a memory. That's right. So whenever there's a flashback in a book, usually, even in books without pictures, the text might look different. Like it's all in italics or maybe sectioned off in a different way. So now she's dozed off and she's, where is she, do you think? I'm right there on the bouncy house. Yeah, but where, what location is she at? What, what at the she? fair. Yeah, it looks like she's at a fair. Or since we know that she, they, she lives in San Francisco, maybe she's at the boardwalk in Santa Cruz. That's kind of what it looks like to me. And she's a little kid, so this is a flashback. She's like, hey, mom, hey, mom, look at mom. And she's in the bounce house, and mom kind of looks at her. And then she says, sorry, that's you. I'm going to jump. And then she's in the bouncy house, and she's jumping, she's jumping. She's grabbing onto the netting on the side, you know, the netting to keep the kids in so kids don't fall out of there. And then she says, are you watching, mom? Yeah, I'm watching, Raina. And then she jumps up high and she bounces and her face gets close to the netting and it looks like her tooth and mouth kind of get real close. And she comes down, maybe her tooth gets snagged and thump. And what does she look like here? Uh, she lost her tooth and she's like, ah! Yeah, a little tooth got ripped off by that netting, man. Nice. And she screams, Mom! My tooth, it came out. Did you see it? Do you know where it went? And then this random guy that's working there, he's like, everybody start looking for a missing tooth. And the kids in the uh, jump house are like, I don't see it. Nope, nothing here. And then he says, whoever finds the tooth gets an extra five minutes in the bounce house. So everyone's looking really hard. And mom says, we've looked everywhere, honey. I think it's gone. But I need it. You need it? How's the tooth really going to... Leave me money if I don't have my tooth. I remember when this happened to you, actually. Didn't we lose one of your teeth once and you kind of did the same kind of freak out thing? Remember, you're worried about the tooth fairy thing. And that reminds me, is there a tooth fairy in Guatemala? Uh, no, it's actually the tooth rat. Yeah, we used to live in Guatemala and we, we found out there's no tooth fairy there, but there's a tooth rat. It's, so, it's, uh, um, it's uh, unique. It is unique. What does the tooth rat do? It takes your teeth. And then? And then it leaves you money. Leaves you some quetzalis or money. Yeah, so same idea. It's just a rat, which I thought was kind of cool. Okay, and on the drive home, um, for, and we're still in the flashback here. She's like, I'm sure the tooth fairy will still visit you. 
she's magic. So she knows you lost your tooth at the carnival. And then they get home and dad's like, lost your tooth, huh? Well, why don't we make you a stand in? He's got some construction paper and he cuts out a tooth. And she's she looks pretty stoked. And he's like, now we'll write your name on it. So the tooth fairy knows it's yours. And she's a little girl here. And she's kind of confused. He's like, there. And it says Raina on it. And she says, you ruined it! And Dad's like, oh, geez. And the next morning, she wakes up. She looks under her pillow. And? Mom, she came. The tooth fairy came. And she reads the card. And it says, for Rena from the Tooth Fairy. How come her handwriting looks just like Dad's? Yeah, it's weird that the Tooth Fairy's handwriting looks just like Dad's handwriting. I don't know how the Tooth Fairy does that. Or your mom's. Or your mom's. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how that's that. It's weird. It's magic. weird. It must magic. be magic. Okay, next page. Oh, oh, she's back at the doctor's office. She's kind of waking back up, kind of coming out of this dream-like state. And the doc says, you're all done, Raina. How do you feel? And she says, and then the doc says, just make sure she keeps the gauze in tonight, okay? Talking to mom. Only soft foods, Tylenol. You know the drill. And mom says, thanks, Dr. Golden. And doc says, I'll see you in a week for the follow-up. And Raina says, and the receptionist says, have a Merry Christmas. And they're leaving. They get home. And mom says, do you want to go to bed, honey? And Raina says, yeah. she goes into the bathroom. She looks in the mirror. She's like, oh. she goes to pull the gauze out of her mouth. And she's got this huge gap. Two missing teeth. It looks kind of, kind of gruesome. There's some blood on there, blood on the gauze. And then she goes and she lays down on her bed and she thinks to herself, All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth back. That's right. And it now shows her the next day kind of sitting on her stoop, looking at the, uh, the world. This time is passing. And a few days later, it says, and the doctor says, oh, You need it. Your new retainer is here. Get ready. Ta da! Pop. And he pops open this box and it's got two teeth and retainer. And he's like, try it on. And Raina kind of looks at it weird and she puts it in her mouth. And then she smiles real big. She's got two huge teeth. What's a retainer? Retainer is just like something that fits into your mouth. And it either keeps your teeth in place or it could maybe um, like kind of like half dentures support some fake teeth that you need. And the dog says, she looks pretty good, huh? And mom says, wow. And the dog says, you have to keep it clean. So you should soak it every night with denture cleaner. Once your mouth gets used to it, we'll apply new braces. And she says, this retainer makes me look normal. So normal, mom. And she says, very normal. And then it shows her eating dinner later that night. And she's slipping, grinding, clicking, bumping, gnashing. She can't really eat the corn very well, but she's getting at it. She's learning how to do it. And then um, shows her at school and maybe even Girl Scout Club Girl or something. Scout. And her friend says, let's see your new teeth. Yeah. And Raina says, okay. And everyone's like, cool. Wow. They look great. I can't even tell they're fake. Nice. And then Raina like slips the teeth out and everyone's like, oh my God. And they're like freaked out, right? Because teeth falling out would probably look pretty weird. And her friend says, so you can just pull your two, pull out your two front teeth? And Raina says, for now, yeah. But I don't 
want anyone else to see me like that. It's too freaky. So what does the actual retainer look like? Mine is sparkly and blue. Um, It's just regular pink. Mine has a picture of Joey McIntyre on it. And there's a little asterisk on it. I didn't see that. It says, from the new kids on the block. Joey. Who here loved Joey from NKOTB? <laughs> Me. And that's the end of chapter four. And so, hey, thanks for listening, you guys. Um, we Oh, that's right. Meow, meow. Uh, is it did you say it's is it time to play? Is that what she said? Uh yeah, she she really likes playing. I don't I don't know why she's like so uh, she's really active sometimes. Well, I mean we're anyway, done we're done with our you, podcast, so we can play with her now that we say goodbye to our friends, right? So how do you do you like the story? Uh, um okay. Um I Oh she's got a little song like- about it. Nice. Okay, well hey you guys, um don't forget to um, send me a joke to my email, will.larson at bethel.k12.or.us. Did you just fart, Kitty? Was that a fart? <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard a cat fart before. That's not a joke, but sure is funny. Um, anyways, the email will be in the description here. Do you want, want to say anything else, Liz? Um, Focus. Do you want to say anything else? No. Um... Okay, well, thanks for listening, you guys. Uh, Appreciate it. We'll talk to you. uh, We'll do Chapter 5 and 6 here pretty soon. Enjoy the podcast. Talk to you all soon. Bye. Bye.